Attention! The movie guys love movies. Any jokes made at the expense of a Medea Christmas are done in eternal loving memory of the work of Nelson Mandela. I ain't scared no popo, call a popo, ho! Because of people like Nelson Mandela, that is allowed to happen. That We have Medea today because Thank of you. Nelson Mandela's Thank work. Thank you, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> he spent 27 years in a prison <laughs> just so, so, that, so that those movies could be seen. <laughs> That's right. Freedom, everybody. Yeah. All right. Hey, welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling Movie Guys empire. Nothing's wrong with science. You know, between air conditioning and the Pope, I'll take air conditioning. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with rants, sketches, previews, characters, jokes, bits, special guests, and more. You can expect that in the next hour or so as we broadcast from the Admirals Club in Burbank, California. Catch us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Search the Movie Showcast or the Movie Guys and we come right up. And don't forget, we're also available on WBAD Radio at WBAD.net. Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern. And as always, subscribe where possible. Tell your friends, share, and like posts and videos and all that stuff. At the Movie Guys on Twitter and on Facebook and YouTube, wherever you find us. My name is Paul Preston. I am your host here with Lee Caius and Karen Volpe. Sitting in what we'll call the Adam chair for the whole show, we're happy to be joined by actor, writer, and stand-up comic Joe Canale, everybody. Hey, Joe Canale. He's right here. We have uh, two of our signature movie previews coming at you this week to prep you for the weekend. This week, oh, have you heard of this? It's a little something called The uh, Hobbit. The Desolation of Smaug. Very big with the kids. Does not sound familiar. And some adults. Yes. Yes, the desolation of smog. We'll give you a few seconds to write your own joke about Los Angeles. And later in the show... How you doing, America? What can I get for you? Does Santa really work in the North Pole? Uh, no, he don't work. He lays on the couch and he drinks all day. He's trifling. I have to pay all the bills. <laughs> he kind of like your mama. Now, bye. <laughs> Next! Oh, Nelson wow. Mandela. Uh. <laughs> I don't know what the joke context was, and I don't care, because I laughed anyway when I found out that... <laughs> Jeffrey Ross tweeted some joke about Howie Mandela. That's all I know. <laughs> I don't even know what the joke was. And that's enough for me to start laughing. I just want to say Howie Mandela. Like Jeff Ross. <laughs> uh, I think the joke in that clip yes. was the word triflin. I've heard that used you, a lot. I couldn't even tell that's what he was saying. We've in, seen that now. I've listened to it twice and watched it once. He's saying what? I think just he's triflin. I think that's. Trident I think I've heard that I on the he Apollo. No, Showtime he at the said Apollo. Trident. Trident? Why would he say trifling? Why would he say trifling? He's trifling, like he's you know not not being serious. He's okay. First of all, who knows what that word means? And secondly, does it make the comedy better right there? Maybe he thinks Santa is Neptune and has a trident. Trident. Thank you. (laughs) I'm good thing Joe's here. Take your trident, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, why is it, Why is Medea yelling at that kid? Does Medea, Medea just yells at all kids? The kid did it? nothing wrong, right? And why is the kid sitting on Medea's lap when Santa is right over there? That's, That's yeah, crazy. Has anyone here seen one of those movies? <laughs> <laughs> we are a lily white showcast. Well, so, yeah. Never very, have seen no. any. I haven't seen a single, uh, no. a single one, but I've seen clips of one, and I showed you that clip the other night. I, I love that Tyler Perry just finds wonderfully cheap ways to make movies. Because there's that scene in Medea Goes to Kmart, I think is the name of the movie. And um, she's driving around the Sponsored parking lot. Sponsored by Kmart. <laughs> she's driving around the parking lot looking for a parking space, and some woman is hounding her. And it's that, you know, the standard uh, parking lot, uh, as Paul calls it, garage. Yes, garage. When you get in the parking garage. Yeah, and you can't, and no one's moving fast enough. But At the end of the parking garage, I guarantee it, there's going to be like 100 spaces. <laughs> 
just get to there and park. But it's the slow crawl up following people. Yeah. I, I get courage. So, so they're doing the slow crawl, and instead of actually shooting it like a movie where you would you know, have an establishing shot and then cut in to a medium shot and then cut to the interaction between the two Hang people. Hang on, they're not shooting the movie like a movie? Yeah, this is... <laughs> All right. They're just... Continue. That's how he saves money. They just put the camera on an 80-foot crane and then just shoot, shoot it the, for the five minutes world. of them driving around the parking lot. So they look like mice in a little yeah. maze? Pretty hilarious. To be fair, renting an 80-foot crane is <laughs> That's pretty expensive. no small feat. Joe brings <laughs> yeah. up a good point. I mean, Someone had to, to run it. rent an 80-foot crane. Yeah. And a dude to run You're the right. crane. You're right. God damn it, this... we're going to use the thing. <laughs> We spend that kind of money. <laughs> That's right. Every time you see a new scene, it's from outside looking down at Medea's house yeah. through the window. Every establishing shot. It's a, it's a, we had the crane. Yeah, it's a union thing where they have to have the crane. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone uses it, but he's going to use it. Now, before we begin proper, I want to honor someone, and this may Ooh, become yes. a recurring segment if more people behave like this. Oh. Uh, everybody here at the table's a movie guy, and more and more <laughs> movie guys are popping up every day out there in the world. I mean, even the president of the United States is a movie guy. Hey, I'm a movie guy. I, I can I can rattle off uh, a bunch of movies. There you go. He said it right there. There it is. Mm-hmm. And he, so, you know what so, I love so about that? He can rattle off a bunch of movies he's seen, but Sarah Palin can't tell you what newspaper she read. Exactly. Love it. Anyway. Yeah. Well, they were th- the press probably thought they were, you know, Getting them. One of those yeah. gotcha questions like you ever watch a movie. Sure. Ever. Uh, so I want to honor this week's Movie Guy of the Week. This might be a new thing. Oh. And this week that honor goes to Marie in San Francisco, who called into the Forum with Michael Krasny show to remember Nelson Mandela's passing. To Marie next in San Francisco. Marie. Um, yeah, I had a question. I also just want to comment on what an amazing not only peacemaker he was, but actor as well in Shawshank Redemption and Bruce Almighty. Sure. But to achieve greatness in both realms is well, amazing. Know. But also, how can kids relate? I, I think you're thinking. I think you're thinking about the actor who played um, uh, Mandela in in the 2010 <clears throat> movie. Um, uh, not not Mandela himself, but but go ahead. Um, well, how can kids relate to him? <laughs> Presently, uh, undaunted. Do you think she's starting to cry? It she was gone. Like she's starting to cry. Yeah, she was gone. Oh. I think so. Oh. She wanted out of that. Uh, well, thing she where was she... backpedaling from Crazy Land, and she needed to get some help. So, but that's a movie guy move, right? Taking wow. Mandela and going, I know him from the movies. <laughs> and thinking you know your history. I don't know if I want to say Morgan Freeman from. From the movie with Matt Damon? Yeah. Yeah. Paul, can you continue to play that clip? Is Does somebody shout Baba Booey at the end of it? Because that <laughs> can't be real. Oh, my it's God. Real. Wow. That can't be real. So what I love is somewhere in her mind, because I make mistakes all the time, and I got to tell you from the inside, my brain point of view, I work it out. I have it all figured out why my crazy is working out. And so in her head, I'm thinking she has her crazy worked out that she said, Mandela's in prison, but he's a good guy. So they gave him some time away to go make Shawshank. And then he came back and he got him some autographs from some of the celebrities. And then they were like, hey, we saw your movie when they're hanging out the wreck. She got that worked out. Like Fred Thompson, right? He was a senator and an actor. Sure. He was a statesman. You just work it out with your captors and you can make movies. And I think at... uh, at, uh, Morgan Freeman's funeral, they'll be remembering <laughs> yeah. Shawshank Redemption and Bruce Almighty, which I think is <laughs> the two films she referenced. Of his. Oh, my God. Amazing. Oh, that's Amazing. wild. It is, it is just as a tangent, it's weird that the, the Mandela movie is coming out uh, soon. I don't know if you guys Please, like that's an accident. <laughs> he died well, he during di- the premiere, apparently, of what? that movie. Really? No. Yeah. Like they were having the premiere and they got word, oh, that's Mandela weird. died. Well, he, oh, no, he wasn't he was in the there. theater. <laughs> no, he wasn't at the theater. Jesus. <laughs> 
like, did somebody come in and he shoot him? In what South happened? Africa. He keels over in the aisle. Winnie's out getting popcorn. She comes back. The whole thing is uh, it's a mess. It's We've already seen that movie. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. That was, was it good? I, I, uh, let me this is maybe, I don't want to get too off no, track. We can jump ahead to that, actually. It's, it's, uh, it's the movie you want about Mandela because it's a full life you do? story. Well, you know, the people didn't want their Mandela movie to be just Invictus. No, okay. where he where he runs okay, the uh, you World give, Cup, and because a lot of people don't really know the full history of his life. Well, they, they know do he was now. Free. Well, I'm sure it took three how hours. Is, how is I'm in a I'm in a fantasy movie awards league. Yes, for real, for real. I want in on that. I it's called Roto Probably Flicks. Too late. No, it it's well you can get in on it. My friend has done it for years through email, and he just started as a website. <gasps> oh. uh, Quick plug. It's called Rotoflix. I like that very much. Get involved. Yeah. I, you would love it. Yeah. You would love it. And uh, and in the draft, Idris Elba was available like in the ninth round. <laughs> oh. And 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 I know I it's, this. this is a fantasy conversation. Well, this is but his I, month. I, and this James his Gandolfini month. was also available late. And both of them were nominated for SAG awards. Yeah. Idris and, was nominated for a SAG award. Yeah, I know yes, this came out today. Best like, actor. And I could have had him. This is the point. Oh, you I didn't quit get him? all my. No, I oh. talked to my wife, and she talked me out of it. Anyway, who are you starting mad. in his place? Kevin she Bacon. Said, get, get, uh, get. I stupidly took Jeremy Renner, who's uh, in a movie oh. called The Immigrant. That's a 2014 nominee. <laughs> what? I've never heard of that movie. He He's might, not even playing. No, no. no. <laughs> Jeremy Renner might come through for you on uh, American, American Hustle. American Hustle. He's not but oh, come he's good in that. that. He didn't get a set. You don't pick the guy though. You pick the specific role there. You in, pick. Right? So you well, pick I, Jeremy Renner in American that's Hustle. That's exactly oh, right. Okay. Although, although you can pick a guy who's in multiple movies. Well, Idris Elba's in a couple this month, right? Well, well I don't four have four is anyway. not going to get. Oh, nominated. he's not going to get nominated. What? <laughs> Why? Could you imagine if this was around when Dabney Coleman was working? He would have cleaned house. You would oh, just absolutely. pick Dabney Coleman. He wins everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was what? in every movie. He was in every movie. Did you get Meryl? Nominated. Did you get Meryl Streep? <laughs> no, I got. I got. Uh, I, my first. I had the first pick. Yeah, who's your roster? And you did right, not pick you. Meryl Streep. Listen, Insane. I took Alfonso Cuarón. The director, safe choice of because you get of you get points for the movie uh, if you have the director. It's a little bit complicated. Mm -hmm. no. The funny thing right. is, I've quit sports fantasy leagues because they consume so much of my time, and of course, I, I I'm in a movie fantasy <laughs> league now. But uh, I took him as my first pick, and then it's a snake draft, and I took uh, <laughs> Robert Redford and uh, oh. and uh, who, who's the woman in Gravity? Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. I took her. <laughs> Uh, those are my just next a little picks. known actor. I have the movie called I have the movie Nebraska, which I took because I used to live in Nebraska, mm -hmm. and I have the movie uh, the the Coen Brothers movie, Lewin and I, Davis. Yeah, and I also have the woman uh, August Osage County. The woman, uh, the supporting actress who's in Julia that. Roberts. That's exactly it. <laughs> wow, All these, these are only are my boys. favorite actresses ever. Well, and you you're love like, my uh, roster. You love uh, my roster. Your uh, roster's kick ass. There, uh, the Robert Redford. And not so good. And then he did uh, he not get a say. He did not get a say. Well, because who wants to give the old man in the seat? Please. No, he's one. Shaved instead of saving his ass. Anyway, I'm not going to win the league again, <laughs> and I could have if I'd have taken Idris Elba and Gandolfini late. Oh, I don't know. Those would have been steals late. We'll see. This is we'll not see. a great movie. I'm not sure Elba will be. No. He may not be around for uh -uh. the Academy. No, no, no. The no. Academy vote. This now, is okay. But, but the but Critics Awards count because Redford's been getting Critics every, Awards. Every yeah. uh, award hmm. show uh, oh, up through the Oscars. And the Oscars are, are like double points. You get big points for that. You get that's points good. for nominations. You get points for... for uh, for the awards being won, and you can change your lineup and stuff like that. It's a that's cool. It's, it's called Rotoflix. I think I'm sure it's .com. Uh, I like check that very it out. much. 
All right. All right. Well, well, let's talk That's... about what's new in theaters this Sorry. weekend. Ooh. First up is uh, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smog. And here's something you never thought you'd hear 15 years ago. Man, that Ian McKellen kicks ass. <laughs> well, that is, of course, Paul, if you forgot that Ian McKellen also played Magneto, which I did. So <laughs> here he kicks ass for the first time again, this time as Gandalf the Wizard. If we were to draw a graph of my process, of my method, I love this. something like this. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, action. Wizard, you shall not pass! Cut! Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. <laughs> oh, that's the greatest! That is actual great, that is great for an actor. Whenever you wonder what to do, you just do what the director tells you, and you just say the words. They give you the words. They're right on the paper. They're all on the script. That, of course, script. is from uh, extras. Yeah. He refers to himself as Sir Ian. In that clip. Oh, in that clip. Okay. Yeah, because he's making fun of himself. And in life, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, the, the new- urinal, he's like, I'm yeah. Sir Ian. <laughs> he yeah. calls something else Sir Ian. <laughs> Let's lord Ian. <laughs> <laughs> now, the New Zealand Tourism Bureau is leaping once again to the big screen in The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug, which beat out its running title, The Hobbit. This will probably take about three hours. You know, Paul, whenever I see a preview for a movie like this, I, I wish I could get in touch with my eight-year-old boy and be a little more excited. Not not that touching eight-year-old boys gets me excited. What I mean to say is that not. in my boyhood youth, a movie like this would have probably given me a boner. I mean, tits. Okay, listen, well said. Weird. Now, when we last left the <laughs> Hobbits and Dwarves, they had spent three hours walking <laughs> towards a sequel. <laughs> these movies would be over in an hour and a half if these characters could make a full stride. Now, here's a <laughs> clip from the first film to get you caught up. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's home to Pretty sure that's from the. Yeah, I'd go see that. Now, sure, fairies, elves, dwarves, and wizards. This is some seriously unicorny shit. Oh my! But the Peter Jackson Middle Earth movies are the only game in town. They're like documentaries on a mystical land that only allows Jackson to film there. The good thing about this installment of the trilogy is there's no walking in this one. This is a chapter where, after having crossed the Misty Mountains. They stay put and fight giant spiders and a dragon who isn't down for a little dragon action. <laughs> but this isn't just any dragon, Paul. This is the dragon. Smaug. Pronounced Smaug. Mm. Voiced by the greatest voice in entertainment today, Benedict Cumberbatch. Punch rock groin. <laughs> Buck plank chest. Stump junkman. <laughs> Dirk hardpeck. Rip steak face. Slate slab rock. <laughs> Crud bone meal. He's got a voice that makes the voice of the dragon in Dragonheart seem like it was voiced by a lazy wife-beating Scotsman. Also returning to Peter Jackson's Yes album cover is Orlando Bloom, one of Hollywood's most popular actors named for a town in Florida. He returns as Legolas the Elven Archer. Legolas isn't actually in the book The Hobbit, but with box office returns on archery movies being what they are these days, like The Hunger Games and Brave, who can afford to leave him out of your film? Uh, uh, uh-oh, you know what that sound means. It means the cast members of The Hobbit sound like names you'd hear in a 1960s NFL team. Yes, they do, Paul. Because <laughs> right? that leap is an obvious one. <laughs> and they should be introduced as such. Middle Earth, a galvanizing landscape that takes no prisoners. Here, a hearty alliance of actors prepare to do battle with their biggest foe yet. Introducing... The starting lineup for The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug. Richard Armitage. Martin Freeman. Lee Pace. 
Luke Evans. Graham McTavish. Mark Hadlow. Karen, you want to do one? Kate Blanchett. All right, that's me. Well, hey, it's a big cast, though. We should probably uh, keep going. How about a little of this? Oh. I like that one. <laughs> this is playoff music. They're driving down the field. <laughs> Ian McKellen. Peter Hamilton. Benedict Cumberbatch. Evangeline Lilly. Oh, All right, stop that. <laughs> I didn't want to sound like a lesbian again. All right. All right. But uh, our contributor here to the show, Steve Schultz, says that although that's a great way to introduce the actors, there's only one way to introduce the characters of The Hobbit. And that's, according to him, in the style of Jerry Lewis. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Die with the Gandalf and the Bilbo and the Thorin. Look out. The the Bilfer and the Bulfer and the Bambor. You got the feely and the keely and the oyen and the gloyen. And then there's a nori and the dory and the legolas. Oh, oh, nice lady. Oh, I helped like a filter. Thor and oaken shield. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Glavin. You know, he's not here to do it himself. You ever wonder? He's like this guy in Chicago just pulling the puppet strings. Oh, Steve Schultz, I'm going to yeah. make them do some wacky He's at home doodle. going, they'll, they'll never do this. They'll never right? do they'll that. Never oh, my God, they did it? They did it. What? Now, the film can be seen in 2D, 3D, or if you're really high, then I suggest you go see it in the high frame rate 3D. This is the optical choice chosen especially for the baked audience members. Spoiler alert, looks like Godzilla shows up towards the end. So there you go, that's your movie, everybody. Had a pretty cool moment at Comic-Con down in San Diego this year. I went to the... uh, Got into Hall H, which is tough to do. Mm-hmm. That, al- that alone is like the cool moment. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, there was a high-end Hall H. I mean, the, during that day, there was Jeff Bridges and Sandra Bullock, Tom Cruise, your boyfriend, and a whole bunch, <laughs> the whole cast of X Days, uh, X Men: Days of Future Past. So at one point, I looked up on the screen, and there's Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, and I said, "God, there's just like four legendary." Characters, you know, in one spotting, yeah, I'm right. seeing Captain Picard, Professor X, Gandalf, and Magneto. That was pretty cool. Safe to say, that would have been lost on me. Sorry. Yeah, that's a real <laughs> geekster moment right there, Paul. It is. I probably. I would have looked and thought, "There's two bold guys." What is what is Hall H? Ian McKellen is not bald. All right, continue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hall H is apparently, from what I understand, the place to be. Well, at Joe, Comic-Ball. you're full of crap. No, you are honestly, he doesn't want to think. I'm not a nerd. Uh, I, I, I am a nerd on many. I'm an improviser, for God's sake. Right? By definition, that's a nerd. But <laughs> I, 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 you're I'm not kidding. You don't know what it no, is. Sports is my heavy nerddom. I'm just All I'm right. new to this kind of entertain. You know, I've been an actor for 20 years. I'm kind of new to the entertainment <laughs> industry. I don't follow it at all, which, that's which probably is probably hurting my career. It might be healthier uh, for you. It could be. It could be. This rotoflix will help. <laughs> yes, it will. It, it, this is a big, a big thing. Yeah. Your uh, rotoflix, uh, even though you're not sure, that's Sandra Bullock and Julie Roberts. I, 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 that's I some with, good. I work. went chalk. I went chalk early on, and then at the end, uh-huh. it screwed me. Idris Elba. It'll it'll haunt me forever. <laughs> all right. Now in, in San Diego, they have the biggest Comic Con in of the course. country. I, I and Hollywood has taken it over, and where they do most of their presentations is in Hall H. It's the biggest hall in the whole convention center. It holds about six thousand people. Okay. So if you can get in there, good luck, because like. That's, that's 200,000 people attend this thing. Right. And so, out of those 6,000 people, 5,000 of them are wearing latex. I'm sure. Or spandex of some kind. Those are all yeah, the Hollywood producers. Yes, that's exactly. Under, under their suits. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. 
So it, no, they had they had Hobbit panels down there. Well, oh my God, know, I thought you were going to say I, Hobbit panels. I would have loved to have gone to those. And and you mentioned one. I am as we. What, I know we're going to get to it. I am a big Hobbit fan. We're, we're, we are getting to and it. And the only right. thing that would make those movies better for me is if the soundtrack was by Yes. Because I also, I, I, I do, yeah. I watch it in 3D because I smoke weed when I go to see these movies. And that would, that's like perfection for me. Which maybe puts You're us right. in, on opposite ends of the universe, but... If it was soundtracked by Yes, I would fucking love that. I think you're absolutely right because my brother, he loves Yes and Rush. And I remember growing up as a kid, he'd have these posters. And they always have those weird little trees floating in the posters. And then when I watch these movies, I, I agree. It looks like you're walking into a Yes album cover. Yes. And or Asia. Asia. Or Maybe Asia. Asia. Sure, yeah. any of Little those. Asia. <laughs> and all they need is the music. because I, I mean, and all those dudes are rejects from the Ren Fair. It's perfect. It's Absolutely. Steve Hackett's involved, mm-hmm. basically, is what we're saying. Yeah. That would, you know what yeah. would make that movie better for me is if someone like you guys were in it. Because then I'd go see my friend in the movie. I'd like that. <laughs> yeah, if you guys great. were hobbits, that'd be good. And we'll also be friend uh, British actors. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> or you guys could get your game up and start being hobbits. Start which being probably. British. Be, why do you have to be British to be I'm a hobbit? I'm too tall. Even Are if there they, no or hobbits? Or New Zealander. Because, there you yeah, go. A lot of non-union people got used probably for uh, the, you know, all those little New Zealanders. Also, I believe that they are the right height to be oh. hobbits in New Zealand. I would like to hear, uh, oh no, orcs. I see some orcs over there. They're shooting arrows our way. I saw Yes a couple years ago, and they were all so old. And I, th- I figured out about three songs in, they were playing everything at about half speed. <laughs> on the album. It was like it was like your record player is broken <laughs> because everything's the lower. Notes, the notes were there, yeah. and they were in order, yeah. but they were yeah. so much slower. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite guy of all times, Billy Joel, and I've seen him so many times now. I've been able to see the. the he, God bless him. He still, play, he still plays great. Yeah. Oh, Hollywood Bowl for Hollywood Bowl. Just yeah. bought him yesterday. I will be buying those at some point. I'm not going to get them at face, obviously, at this point. But um, I, I will not miss that show. It's his first time ever at the Hollywood Bowl in May. No way. In his life. First uh, time ever. Yeah, yeah, 22nd yeah. as well. Uh, well, I will be going to this. But he'll be playing Uptown Girl. He's taking it down about a third. Well, because your vocal <laughs> cords stretch when you get older. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is natural. But, um, but some, he'll play get some, get some side singers. He'll play everything. He does. Yeah, yeah. He I'll does. sing that other stuff you don't know that yeah. you can't sing anymore. But you know, the interesting thing is Why? with an innocent man, you know, I. <laughs> the girl used to come in crystal and sing that high yeah. note, but he took it down. Now he can hit it. It's all crazy. Well, it's his, that's the other great thing. When it's your song, you can take it down. Yeah. 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 Well, well all you those old know. bands, a lot of times, there's like another band under the, st- like under the stage playing right. the music. <laughs> right. Like Billy Joel. The monkeys, he can't, right? He can't, uh, I, I saw them this summer. That's so the crazy. Monkeys, right? The monkeys were notorious <laughs> for not doing that. But but now they play their own instruments oh, because they've been. Because it's been 20 years. Because right. they, they had time, time to learn. To learn. <laughs> Well, that instruments are push button now. They're right, just you right. know oh, guitar. Yeah. But Billy Joel's got to play that piano out there on his own. He's oh, he at, does. Yeah. on an yeah. island. He does. That's great stuff. But I don't. We shouldn't talk too too sure. long about music. No, we I know should. Your, no, we should. Joe is a huge mm-hmm. Hobbit fan. I am. There we go. So what do you what do you make of the first one? Uh, you, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of the books. I read the books when I was young. I read them numerous times. My mother is actually a fanatic. That's cute. Uh, there's a in the in the Lord of the Rings movies. I thought the movie was good. But it was slow, and and uh, I was I was saying this earlier. I don't know the exact statistics on it, but they the the Lord of the Rings movies they did a page per uh, se- uh, p- seconds per page for the movie. So like in that movie, it's like every page in the book is represented by nine seconds in the movie. 
something like that. That seems low because there was that scene where they're cooking and cleaning dinner. No, this is the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the Lord oh, of oh, the Rings. Right. <laughs> about the yeah, Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. Hobbit's no, no, no. different. The Hobbit is like 32 pages. Isn't it? It is. Oh my god. Or 32 seconds, seconds per page, yeah. and, and so it's yeah. it's a little slow going. I think this part will be a little bit quicker going, and there's more action, I believe. But my mother, during the first three movies, which I think are very keep very close to the books as much as you could for a movie, I asked her how she liked it, and she goes, "Well, it was okay, but there was no Tom Bombadil." Now, <laughs> if you know the books at all. <laughs> He is like a minor exposition character who sings a couple of songs in the book oh. that are like ex- expository songs or whatever. And I was like, who? I had to look back in the book to be, who are you talking about? And she's like, without Tom Bombadil wasn't there. And so she was really. Maybe upset. she wanted like John Mayer or somebody to come in and do it. I don't know. Or like Donovan. That's who that it was. That would have been nice, Donovan. Tom there Bombadil you go. was like, if Donovan was a character in Middle <laughs> Earth, like it, okay. that's who he was. So maybe she liked him and yeah. missed him. Uh, but I like the movie. I'm looking forward to this next one. I love the books. I'm rereading them again. I'm trying to get my daughter hooked on them. Uh, do you not like your daughter? Or do you want her to be picked not, down at school? She, does, she doesn't want to. But she just started reading the Harry Potter books. Oh, uh, she'll like it. So then. she'll she, she might like it. But those the Lord of the Rings books take a long time to get through. Uh, and I just you know I like a big budget movie like this um, with characters that I recognize and from my childhood. You know, uh, and it, and you know anything they do at this quality level, you almost have to go see. I think were, th- were there like as that. many, and I just missed it. Talking monsters in the Lord of the Rings movies, like when they meet those stone trolls, is that what they're called? Yep. Who are, I didn't like their their comedy banter. I just oh, wish they were yeah. menacing. Well, that's one. But I then mean, again, I, you know, I don't, I'm not familiar with them, so maybe the comedy banter to some people who read the book would be like, "Oh, that was the greatest thing th- ever." There's like, I mean, that's high level nerd humor. Yeah. You know, like the, the, like I said, improvisers are like funny nerds, but like other nerds will laugh at stuff like the Lord <laughs> of the Rings jokes, you know. So, so on on a Middle Earth Ren fair kind of level of comedy, that's that's high quality. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're if you're someone who's seen any other comedy, but I guess probably, they had talking trees and shit in the last the, and, and, too, and the, so, yeah, and right. they and they played up the comedy with them and yeah, some of the other yeah. ones uh, where the, they talked so slow and everything. Yeah, I don't yeah, recall yeah. that necessarily from the books, but I think in a movie that you're going to try to want to get kids at, it's also kind of kid level comedy. Like, yeah. so I'm hoping when Smaug talks, he's all business. Oh, I he's think like, he's going to just kill everybody. I don't think Benedict Cumberbatch does anything that's not all business. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah, think he's. Right. It's in his con. It's, it's in his rider. You know, he has no M and M's in his rider. There's no. <laughs> right, there's no M and M's at all. Yeah. Not just green, just none. You know, he's in August Osage County, and he is very awesome in that. Yeah. yeah. Really but this is the sequel to The Hobbit, <laughs> which is the the, the Hobbit. Technically, The Hobbit. Is the fourth an unexpected book. journey. Right. Okay, so roll, run it down for me here. Okay. There's, there's the Lord of the Rings trilogy that's already which, happened. Which, but but in, in the world of Middle Earth, this precedes it. Okay, because the is first Bilbo book... Baggins, and The Hobbit is the first book. Okay, that I read that in the fourth grade. I read The Hobbit, <clears throat> and then left everything alone and went on with my life. The, <laughs> Hab- then, the Hobbit is a good, like, 200-page yeah. book. It's got, you know, it, 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 it goes pretty quickly because enough stuff happens in it. The, the 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 Lord of the Rings trilogy is a little but that's draggy. after the Hobbit that happens after the Hobbit the lead character in that happened after this movie too so is it Hobbit the no, Hobbit th- Smaug the, then Three Rings the, the Hobbit is one book that they broke into three parts oh okay the Lord of the Rings is three books that they kept as three parts ah. so what? this is only 
I, I don't know what they're doing for the third movie. Printing well, they're money. They're basically printing money. I was going to say, <laughs> all they're doing is stretching into three movies yeah. because they know that people who like these movies will keep going. Well, Adam always said, yeah, I mean, would you want to make another billion dollars or yeah. not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess yes. How many of those do you want to make? the answer there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the third movie will just be a Yes concert video with a bunch of hoppers jumping around. But my question I'd go is, see that. is Gollum in this? You are hating. Uh, <laughs> no. So Andy Serkis is not in here? Oh. oh. Well, I'm not going to go see it unless there's some quality motion capture I going know. on. Because that's real acting. Well, there will be. There still will be. Part yeah. of that, like, the, who's that head orc with like the hook hand? Is that uh, motion that capture, that though? Character, so here's, the, here's how they've padded out the movie. So there's another book that J.R.R. Tolkien wrote that is even less popular than the other one. Is this like when somebody like Jimi Hendrix dies and they go, oh, here's another song he recorded, and then they play and it's all crap. And you're like, oh, now we know why they didn't release it. I actually like a lot of those bootleg Jimi Hendrix songs. No, this is is like the 20 nuns that actually wrote Shakespeare. Oh, right, right. The nuns wrote Shakespeare. And I think super fans like my mother have read this other book, which is called, I think, The Sumerian or something like that, which is about this necromancer character which ends up coming out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sex with dead people? In space. Wait. Oh. No, that's a... That's a, uh, that's a necrophilia. Yes. Oh, I thought this your mom a... was in some kinky stuff. No. I, oh. She may be. If she, I hope she's you know, watching. Hi. She's watching The Hobbit. It's, Hi. It's, right? It's very submerged in her person, persona, <laughs> if it is, I hope. Uh, Have you been in the basement lately? I, Who knows? Um, that's what I, There's probably in my basement... I worry about this sometimes because uh-huh. when I was in See? college, I'm telling you, I would no, I would come home when I was in college and I would, I would, I would hide like joints. Uh huh. But I'm sure I don't. I didn't recall. All I wonder of them. if she found them. I she must have. She <laughs> you're you're like a squirrel that just hides a yes. hundred of them, hopes yes. to find twenty of them, and it gets them through the I winter. Went very much like a squirrel. <laughs> Very much like a squirrel. They don't know where they put them all. No, oh, that's they awesome. have a bunch of joints in your cheeks <laughs> <laughs> for most of November. Oh uh, my god! But but they padded it out with this other book, and that's where uh-huh. like Legolas, I think, is in this other. I book. I keep wanting to say Legoland. Uh, I've Just been saying. there. Don't go. Don't go. If your kid is over seven years old, uh-huh. don't go to Legoland. Good I, point. I learned that when I went with my ten-year-old. You know that they're one of our sponsors. <laughs> we were working with them. Really? No, I'm sorry. Oh, not anymore. Ah, not anymore. Yeah. But I want to get back to Gollum and the motion yes. capture because because right. Andy Circus gets all the best motion capture work out there. And we were talking yeah. about this the other night. And I have to wonder what makes for a bad motion capture guy. <laughs> Someone who doesn't move. I don't well, know. Do sh- How do you even know when you've seen it? <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you show up with your unitard and all your balls are on one side of your body, <laughs> or you just have one big ball in the middle, or it's, how do you how do you not do that? But regardless of that, we still know Andy Circus is the best. He's the best. <laughs> we, don't, right. no, yeah. we don't know Maybe what the he's worst the is. Only yeah. one. Why is? But he's the best. Yeah. Well, uh, you show up with like I think flannel pajamas, and it's not. You did know. you ever play like Tech Mobile? The guy who did the motion capture for that is the worst motion capture. No, that's hysterical. <laughs> the guy who did in television graphics. <laughs> All he can do is this the whole way. He just does two movements. You know, I was casting. Strike. A, that's, a, that's a short. That's a short uh, after a day or whatever. Yeah, like, right, we got him. Right. We got him. We're good to go. I was just going to say maybe the reason Andy Circus always gets picked is because he has his own green suit with the balls. Because I got to tell you, I've been cast in shows and I've rolled in and they already had the costumes made. And I fit it perfectly, and I'm like, those sons of guns just cast me because they knew I fit the costume. (laughs) It was cheaper to pay you your rate than to alter the costume. Exactly. (laughs) So I think Andy Serkis just has his own suit, and that's why he gets picked. That's tip for actors. 
Get a suit with a green suit with ping pong green balls leotard. on it, and you could be Andy Serkis. <laughs> Some Circus. guy in Peoria is like, I know the trick. <laughs> does he have to audition in that? Does he walk in? With the... oh. Can you imagine walking into an audition room where there's like a dozen guys in green leotards with oh balls my God. on? Hey, all this guy sitting there going, and Hang making movements, on moving a around. Second. Right. You guys have all been in like leotards and stuff because you're actors, right? What if you get... That's why I was an actor. (laughs) (laughs) What if Andy Serkis is all like doing his thing and he's got some hot women around him acting with him. He gets a little boner. Do they catch that on film? Does he get like an extra ball? Do they down motion there? capture his what? Bo- motion capture his boner? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> tell me, does Joe payroll tell get me. a bump? <laughs> oh, maybe maybe his boner is like the shape of a of a ping pong ball or something. So it's just that's <laughs> why he's getting all the work. Yeah. Because his boner never shows up. One of those tuna like, can yeah. boners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a cheese. Wheel. I doubt that. That's a man right there, freaking Andy Circus. Yeah. The guy could grow a beard, I think, in an, in an hour. You know what? Yeah. I did hear him interviewed about it, and he does bring a real art and a real... Oh, I thought you like, meant about his boner. No. Okay. <laughs> no, he's, he the best, about... he's the best actor in Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. 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 He is. That's true. He is. Yeah. yeah. And he, he is. talked about how he does that. And it, it, there is something respectable and admirable about what he does. Totally. And, and to answer your question, I don't know who that character with the hook hand is. He's <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? I know what you're talking about. He killed Thorin's dad. Yeah, and he... I mean, he's more... Interesting, I think. Thank God he was in the first movie because it needed it needed him. It oh, was a little slow. Oh, oh, okay. So, He's oh. not in the book, but wow. that portion of the movie, you know, just covers like the first, you know, third of the book. Like they don't even get really going. Yeah, the chase is on once that dude shows up. Yeah, yeah, they'd still be eating if he didn't like try and <laughs> kill everybody. Right, that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of eating, the, the uh, Denny's tie-in menu is back mm-hmm. for oh, The yes. Hobbit. Uh, no more suggestive food items like the Shire sausage or Aww. Gandalf's gobble melt. My favorite. But the Hobbit Hole breakfast is back. That's good to hear. Hi, gentlemen. Uh, welcome to Denny's. May I take your order today? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm going to have the uh, Bilbo's buttery ball sack, please. Oh, they have right. that? To go. Uh, yeah, well, are you going to have that to go? Do you need to have someone help you out of the Shire with that? Sure, yeah, help me out of the Shire. I'd like All a... All right, uh, I'll put that in a uh, Hobbit to-go box. Could I... I'm going to put it in Bilbo's box for you. Do you do you, uh, serve sides of Smeagol sauce? Oh, uh, we have Smeagol sauce, but that's going to cost you a little extra. I am willing to pay for my Smeagol sauce. Oh, oh that's good, that's good. Uh, anybody have a thirst they'd like to quench? No, but I would like a Bolg Blintz. Oh. Do you have the Bolg Blintz? You know what? There's been a rush on the Bolg Blintzes oh, okay. today, so uh. we're going to have to say uh, instead we have some fries, we have some... Farron fries, if you'd like Ooh, those. I'd like uh, some gloin cakes. <laughs> you have any gloin cakes? Oh, they, yeah, those. We just got a nice batch hot out of the oven of the gloin cakes. I would like some uh, Erebor, Erebor hot sausage. Can I get a Gandalf wrap oh. in a pita? You know what? Have you had that before? It's very dry. The Gandalf wrap. Oh, is it? Gandalf yeah. wrap, very dry. Well, I'm getting the Spiegel sauce there. Yeah, yeah. There, so. You just smear it with Smeagol sauce. Smeagol sauce. Great. <laughs> that uh, makes everything better. That's true. You know, I, I got some on my uh, my uniform earlier today. I just couldn't get it out. <laughs> Burned oh a hole right through it. Yeah. You know, if, <laughs> I, if, a lunch I, break. if I eat too much of this Denny's food, I get radagast. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's <laughs> All right. Enough. That's okay. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, thank you. That that'll be thirty-two, thirty-three. Thank you. Nothing costs thirty dollars a day. <laughs> Gold. To everything blue. costs thirty dollars. If you get one of everything, right. thirty dollars. Yeah, everything costs. <laughs> <laughs> How much for everything? Thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. <laughs> necromancer. See, that's what your mom was talking about. The necromancer. That, yeah, yeah. The necromancer is smog, right? No. Well, you no. never explained well, what that slash. was. The necromancer. Well, I don't. Spoiler. Necromancer. Oh. Is oh. Is oh. Oh. No, but the wait, wait, wait. Necromancer oh. is a Slow word. Down. 
in, yes, from other but in literature. Character, no, no, I want to know what a necromancer is. It's like a, it's like a master of the dead. I think. Okay, that's all See, we were I looking for. You, well, it's your sex mom with is having a different sex kind of dead people in that the is, basement, smoking your weed, and you don't know anything about it. What I was don't. that movie? Uh, Hellraiser was about uh, necrophilia. Necro- Hellraiser was what? necrophilia. No. What? Yeah, she has sex with the guy up in the attic. Hellraiser? Hellraiser. Oh, Hellraiser with the points out of yes. his face. I was thinking of Hellboy. Ah, no, no. Totally you were too. Who also this is Hellboy. Yes, yes. This Hellraiser. is Hell, yeah. I want, I want to welcome Joe to the show because that's exactly what I would have done. Ah, <laughs> I would have gone to Hellboy. Screw <laughs> you. All right, well, listen, that's enough, uh, I think, out of the uh, desolation much. of Smaug. Everything you need to know. But besides films like The Hobbit that are coming up, what about all those films that are in theaters now? Still. Oh. What? We're going to go over all these two for you now in a segment we like to call In Theaters Now. Still. Mm. For example, did you know there was no need to travel back in time to see When Harry Met Sally? Because the romantic comedy About Time is in theaters now. Still? Still holding on to your nuggets? Well, don't let go now because Free Birds is in theaters now. Still? <laughs> not getting enough Vince Vaughn from your TBS <laughs> holiday lineup? Fear not. Delivery Man is in theaters now. Still? I'm afraid you won't see the new Jason Statham movie before another Jason Statham movie comes out. <laughs> Better move fast, but you're in luck, because Homefront is in theaters now. Still? Really? Would you rather see black women played by actual black women? <laughs> well, you're in luck, because Black Nativity is in theaters now. Still? Would you rather see your angry black women played by actual angry black women? Well, you're in luck, because the best man holiday is in theaters now. Still? There you go. What if those movies are not still in theaters? Comedy. Shut bit. up. Uh, as best as our what? research can tell us, yes. Delivery That's Man insanity. just opened like two weeks ago, or like a week ago, or something. Oh. Well, nobody wants to see anything as much as a Thanksgiving movie three weeks after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Do you a think Thanksgiving that's... cartoon. <laughs> It opened right. November 1st, though. I mean, they were lucky it stuck around, you know, as long as that it did. Yeah. Maybe people forgot to... Oh, you know what? Maybe they forgot to take it out of the theater because I remember one time there was a movie poster at the theater in my mall and uh, out in the middle of nowhere in western New York. And I think that, like, the company that comes and takes the movie poster down forgot that there was this one movie poster down the hallway. And so it was there forever. And I can't remember. It was just some movie that just was there and came and went and it was Hook I think it was just there forever that's not just some movie that came and went (laughs) (laughs) and it was like you'd walk to the theater and you have to go down the aisle Hook came out five years ago yeah yeah, you're like Hook is still is it coming out again (laughs) next up is Tyler Perry's A Medea Christmas with that and The Hobbit opening on the same day that puts the crossover possibilities for audiences this weekend at zero it's pretty much zero It's yet another Tyler Perry film. Perry's first foray into production was in an Atlanta community theater. And now it looks like he's brought all that community theater production value to the big screen in A Medea Christmas, based on the Cormac McCarthy novel of the same name. It's actually a screenplay by Tyler Perry, based on the stage play by Tyler Perry, based on the napkin doodle by Tyler Perry. It's Guess Who's Coming to Christmas, as Medea meets the backwoods when Medea accompanies her niece on a surprise visit to the country to visit her niece's daughter, now engaged to a white boy. No, no way. That is not the plot. The plot has to clearly be that the daughter has been taken hostage by some hillbilly folk, and Alex Cross goes undercover as Medea to rescue her. Oh, yes. People are 
chomping at the bit for the next Alex Cross Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Either way, there's a movie about a black girl dating a white guy in the backwoods in here that's going to get lost in all that Medea. I just get a little popo, call a popo. <laughs> this is Tyler Perry's seventh Medea movie. So At least. At least. So this is like the octopusy of Medea films or something. <laughs> As usual, Perry is mining the underserved black middle-class demographic who would have nothing to see this holiday season if they've already seen Black Nativity and The Best Man Holiday. It's good holiday fun when Cranky Medea takes no prisoners as she threatens violence upon hillbillies telling racist jokes while herself calling Asian women dragon ladies. Tyler Perry once again slaps his name at the beginning of one of his film titles, but at least this time it's for a reason. He had to distinguish his film from 2005's Euripides, A Medea Christmas. Yes. I think we actually have a clip of that. Oh, good, 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 good. Medea, hate her sons! I dread to think of what is hatching in her mind. Of all creatures that can feel and think, we women are the worst treated things alive. Jason has betrayed his sons and Medea and takes to bed a royal bride. He what? I'm gonna grab that man by he ass and whoop those kids if he is good till they did. My man Dreamer cheated on me. He better wake up and apologize. Um, so, uh, as you can see, <sighs> he had to change the title, even though Tyler Perry's Amadea Kwanzaa is still available. This film is what happens when you shoot the first draft of a script. Is there a script? Fuck no. But there's a poster. And that poster reads Tyler Perry's Amadea Christmas. By the way, that was very uh, true to the Greek style of theater. Thank you. Thank you. you know, we went uh, to... On Paul's uh, part, they didn't have yes. microphones. So. Um, I, I was going to get the mask with a cone in it. Yeah. Hey, I studied for your intro to theater class Oh, I, I thought there. you were talking about Paul. Steve Reese. Karen what? Had, right. I, thought, I, I just thought the whole thing Paul's was very brought, great. Me back, brought me back to college. There's, uh, theater department. I would have done a vocal push, but I didn't want to stand up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he continues to play the world's most obvious not-grandma, Tyler Perry is no fool. He's extending a movie Olive Branch to Middle America by casting as his co-stars such famous Caucasians as Chad Michael Murray, Kathy Jimmy, and the facts of life's Lisa Wenchel. And religious audience. You take audience. the good, you take the bad, you take my love her. Blonde. Medea she was, Christmas. <laughs> there you got it. And religious Christmas. audiences will certainly recognize a sign of the coming apocalypse as Medea is finally also starring alongside Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> There's that cross, that audience you were talking about. You're going to get all the rednecks and all the people who go be, see the Medea movie. Be some fights. Good stuff. <gasps> when a recording artist makes a Christmas album, it usually means they want to cash in on the holiday shopping season. Perhaps that's what Tyler Perry's doing here. Although it also might mean Tyler Perry has finally run out of ideas, guys. At least movies like this kind of make Elf on the Shelf a bit more tolerable. <laughs> oh, and this just in. A forensic report shows that Flip Wilson killed himself just so he could roll over in his grave. There you go. I know, I know very precious little about the elf on what the shelf. What is the elf on the shelf? It's a book, the, right? Well, yeah, it's a book, it's... and it comes with this little, like, creepy elf that you put on the shelf and move every day, and something for little kids. I don't do it for mine. All right, good. <laughs> Your kids, screw that. What they're going to but... read The Hobbit, and they're not going to worry about no damn elf we on have, the shelf. We have Hobbit on the shelf. That's better. It's just a book that stays on the shelf. 
doesn't ever get taken they off. Have the desolation <laughs> of smog. <too>. Smog. <laughs> smog to deal with. Uh, now I want to get uh, so, down yes. to business on this Larry no. the Cable Guy thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Is this movie like when you get in the Pixar film? Mm-hmm. Then do you make a medium film? Is that like a? Is this? Is what this direction? beneath Larry, oh. Larry the Cable Guy? There's this brings to mind my old adage, which is whenever you see somebody in a movie and you think to yourself. Why are they in this movie? And then you immediately say to yourself, well, they can't possibly need the money. Oh, something's gone horribly wrong with Larry the Cable Guy's finances, apparently. Well, I think if if humanity has shown us anything, it's that even people with more money than they could ever spend need more money for some reason. (laughs) Joe's got a good point. So I don't know that anything necessarily went wrong with him, but I just think, you know, if... If somebody, you know, I would do a, I would do a hemorrhoid commercial for thirty thousand yeah. dollars. I'd do it for ten thousand dollars. Oh, I'd, yeah. I'd probably do it for a thousand dollars. I would do it for a thousand dollars. That's not how negotiations are supposed to go, Joe. You just talked yourself <laughs> down to a grand. Yes, I need an agent. But, but sh- isn't it also time for him to be like changing things up and become like Larry the Broadband Guy or something? <laughs> I mean, Wi-Fi Larry. Larry. You know what? In Wi-Fi no time Larry. at all. <laughs> in no time at all. Maybe we'll get rid of him just because of technology <laughs> advancing. Mm-hmm. That'll he gets always right. be something. It'll he be gets the... a lot of grief from the stand-up community, stand-up comic community. I don't know if you. Uh, I mean, I, uh, I, I can understand. I know, don't. The, the... And I tell you why. Go ahead. Because the whole point is to sell out. That that's the whole point. Of it. <laughs> well, well, no, yes. no, the whole point is to put as many butts in the seats as possible. Yeah. So you know, Dane Cook can sell out Madison Square Garden. Good for him. Larry the Cable Guy figured it out. This is what I love about Daniel Whitney, which is his real name. Go back and watch Daniel Whitney on YouTube, and he is doing the exact same jokes as Larry the Cable Guy, but they're not quite hitting. They're not right. quite landing. He's got he, a costume. He figured out how to put it in a certain voice and deliver it in a certain package, and it just kills now. And that's yeah, really that's and, and that's what and, comics and if, are doing, looking for their voice. Yes, and if it's the same material, he's really found just the right context for it. And what I was saying, I, I understand why the com- comic uh, community is against him. It's because... They don't like the, rednecks. The, well, and there's nothing people like less than the success of people who aren't them. Oh, especially comedians. Uh, I, think, yes. I, I Comedians, comedians are, are really sad. <laughs> We're all very sad and miserable people. But it's hard to have your friends succeed when you're... There's so many When you're comedians. so much more talented than they everybody. They are, right. clearly. But, no. but, this but is everyone, it's like a whole bunch of really talented people in the same exact pool. It's not like there's a lot of layers. They're right. all equal, right. and one gets picked out. It's like the crane game. It's one so, gets picked it's out, so, and you're like it's, random. Yeah, it's, but, but what he has done, and, and I think you're right, is he's found the, the correct context mm-hmm. to deliver his, his message or and whatever it Well, may he be. found his voice, and that's what every stand-up comic is trying yeah. to do on stage is find the voice. That, every time I go up there, it's yeah. with a different costume. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg I, is another example. Mitch Hedberg, go go back and watch old Mitch Hedberg. They are the same jokes without the stoner affectation, and right. they don't work. So what he did is became a heroin addict to help his act, <laughs> and uh, it ultimately killed him. <laughs> but, it, but for those four or five years, it worked brilliant. pretty yeah. well. It was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Now for Tyler Perry, why hasn't he been on Broadway yet? That seems like the next thing for him, right? To take because uh, they've seen these movies. You've seen stuff on Broadway. It's pretty great. Like those people are like not. Nothing gets you, Tyler Perry. I'm sure you're a lovely man, but that Medea—he's just got a wig on. Is that not... greatness? Is what's required for Broadway, or is it just I have a crap ton of Atlanta money? But oh, I don't—I don't, I I don't know. I don't know if his audience is Broadway the, audiences. Is, is a Broadway audience. Yeah. I think he appeals point. to a, a rural. Um, uh, and maybe I don't. Maybe I have his. his demographic. I would guess his demographic is is a but lot then again, black. Mike Tyson's uh, got a one man show. 
but Mike Tyson is more of a freak show. That's like Tyler true. Perry is selling a certain kind of entertainment that that you know a certain kind of comedy. Mm -hmm. Like Mike Tyson is on so many levels. A sports fan would like him. That's true. Anyone who's studied psychology at any level would like him. <laughs> you know, people uh, who like face tattoos. Uh, yeah, would like right, him. right. There, there's a lot going on there. I think there's less going on with the Tyler Perry stuff. Why would you do him on? On Broadway, I don't understand. Why would you make well, that? He started in theater, and if he, he wants to return there, you'd think he would return on a bigger stage. Huh. I would yeah. think. And, you know, he's conquered everything else. I mean, he's... No, that's true. There's a lot of stand-up comedians that have their show. You have Billy Crystal who has his show. Then um, that Jewish guy Well, he's guy not a... Tyler Perry's does... not a stand-up comic, but he would, I imagine he would but, come back but, and do one of his... But Lily Tomlin does a character-driven show, and you yeah. have Whoopi Goldberg does a character-driven show. Yeah. Um Oh my God, uh, Vincent Gardinia! No, who's my guy? The the Jewish guy, Jackie does... Mason. Jackie Wait, Mason. Jew... Oh yeah, Jewish comic. Jewish He's comic. The one. Which He's one? The one. He's the one. <laughs> He's narrow it down there. But yeah. But Tyler Perry came from stage show, right? Yeah. Medea was a stage character. Yeah. Wow. I'm looking to Joe like yeah. He's the He's authority on this. He was oh, the yeah. Hobbit guy. Yeah. yeah so let's right, keep right. looking at him. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah, it's all right. A lot of the Hobbit was shot in Atlanta at the same theater where, Ta <laughs> where Tyler Perry Tyler started his uh, <laughs> yeah. his career. But he well, he's got a thick IMDb because what he would do is he would do his play, then he'd videotape the play, and then put the video credit up on IMDb. Right. Then eventually that play would become a movie, like right. like a Medea's Christmas, and then he'd sh make the film of that, and that's a credit up there too. So he's got this super well, padded, actually, awesome yeah. uh, IMDb. Actually, what he would do we think about doing that, Paul, is he would do the play, then he would film the play, and then he would film the film of the play on his and TV, he would and use, that's the movie right. you see in the theater. He right. would use a giant crane, <laughs> an foot crane. and he'd oh, shoot it from 80 foot, foot away. <laughs> you know, not to tie too much back to the Lord of the Rings, but this does remind me, there's, Please. No, there's no black people in Middle Earth. Uh, that might be why Middle America likes it. I mean, th th have you noticed? They're, they're, Is it uh, just a coincidence they're both called Middle something? Middle something, I don't know, I'm but there's no, there's no black people in Middle Earth. There's Weird. really, there's really there people? no. There's no people though. Well, well, there's, there's elves, right. and elves and stuff. There's elves, but the elves are white and blonde. The uh, the dwarves are kind of swarthy and they're short. They're all kind of like look like little Chicagoans. They're all they're all Europeans somehow. Yeah. I think Middle Earth is somehow like you know pre World War One Europe or something <laughs> like that. That's 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 the old. That's when it happens. It's not going to go well by the end of the third <laughs> no, movie. Right, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. they're going to shoot the Archbishop <laughs> of uh, Klargengost yes. or something. Yeah. All right, well, listen, as you all know, a couple of things we're proud of here at the Movie Showcast is bringing Thanks. you our thoughts on what's coming up in theaters and presenting a bunch of fresh new comedy material each week. But it occurred to us yes, it that did. it's also important to know what the viewing public thinks. That's right. That's you guys. So, we'd like to present you something now that we did not write. These are all legitimate, ripped-from-the-internet quotes and thoughts about this weekend's upcoming movies. And a little something we called the YouTube Movie Review. Now, here's where we check out comments you've posted after watching the trailers for the weekend's films on YouTube. Which is what we do as well whenever we're putting together our thoughts and our jokes. We watch the trailer, and then we just riff and make up stuff. And then while we were there, we realized you guys had left comments. You guys took time to put these comments together. And I'm saying some of these, you know, whenever you're looking at something on YouTube and you think, oh, I want to comment, you actually have to go, remember your login and your password. Sometimes it doesn't go in right away. And then finally you get your chance to say something, and this is what you've said. You're smart, observant, and articulate. So let's get to it, and we'll start with Tyler Perry's and Medea Christmas. For example, Chocolate Poop 1301 <laughs> says, Black Men in Drag versus Rednecks Comedy, I'm in. Cousin Ed said, more Medea and no Dread sequel? Psst, thanks, Lion <laughs> Lionsgate. That's the movie company. Now, uh, Nick Rattlehead typed, uh, quote, fuck you. <laughs> Hit enter. 
then comment it again with, fuck you. <laughs> then one more time checked in with a comment, fuck you. Before signing off, he commented under his previous comments, fuck you. And finally, in reference to Medea's Christmas, the Disney 93 says, and this is going to be tricky because there's no punctuation. All right, this here we is go. a quote. <laughs> quote. Hmm, this is too much. I thought he had done it. Started to suck maybe three Medeas ago. The last semi-funny one was goes to jail. I do love Larry the Cable Guy. It's not for this. Well, there you go. Just not in this role. Not in this role. <laughs> All right. So I this. think what he was saying was <laughs> yeah. the uh, I thought he was done, comma. It sucked three Medeas ago. That was the last semi-funny one. Uh the one he goes to jail. I, I do love Larry the Cable Guy, though. Just not in this project. It's comments like that yeah. that just really put the film critic business out the pasture. <laughs> but that's not all. We also heard comments from the general public on The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug. Right. For example, Kimbo Shergart decided to use the YouTube forum to quote J.R.R. Tolkien. Great. If more of us valued food and cheer and song above hoarded gold, it would be a merrier world. That's great. Right. And a quote like that is not to be outdone by Albert Key, who chimed in with, I need become that kind of beard. <laughs> End quote. And uh, Kuba Snagberg, sure. uh, who saw the Hobbit trailer and queried, what name have that music? <laughs> I, believe, I believe he's Iceland's biggest <laughs> Hobbit fan. <laughs> Snatchburk. Snatchburk. <laughs> Snatchburk film critic. Uh, yes. <laughs> what name have that music? Well, it turns out uh, yeah. Aka Fabjop oh, yeah. said what I think we're all thinking. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is this? Can't wait for The Hobbit 3. We! They cast a gay hobbit. Fuck this. Oh my god. I think oh, that's the go. same guy who saw Medea. Wow. Wait, no, that was Nick Rattlehead. Was yeah, this who was said, okay, fuck fob job. Yes. Okay, fob job. I think that yes, might be Finally, alias. Michael yes. Green said, mm -hmm. I read the four books in Vietnam in the 60s. You just have to remember that the movies are just an attempt to visualize the writings of a master so that those either too lazy or intellectually challenged might have the opportunity to somehow enjoy these brilliant works. What was that shit about Vietnam? <laughs> I'm sorry. What the fuck does anything have to do with Vietnam? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's good. The dude, That's true. yeah, the dude has a good point. Well, there you have it. You're before anyone has even uh, seen it. Movie reviews, YouTube yeah. movie reviews, YouTube reviews. I think that they said a lot of the same things I was thinking. <clears throat> I do agree. I mean, Medea. It started to suck about three Medeas ago. Yeah. So the thoughts of the people. These are the thoughts of people that Hollywood bends over backwards to entertain. So oh thank God. God they put in the effort. But enough of that. Let's <sighs> talk Joe Canale, Yay, everybody. Joe I want to hit you with the first question we ask all of our guests oh, when we come on right. the show. What is your favorite movie of all time? Whew. Ah, boy, that's... I mean, you know, to say... We have yet to have a guest on here that comes right back with an answer. Didn't Paul Valancourt say, Hellboy? Yeah, yeah I think he, he did. Which is not the one we were talking about earlier. Yeah, there is a wrong answer, apparently. Oh. Lee well, we were talking threatens. about Hellraiser. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. He likes Hellboy. Hellboy. Right. Yeah, 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 Hellboy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I might say Young Frankenstein. Uh, that is a good one. Or Sleeper. Uh, Sleeper also. Uh, which, are, so which are very... I got neither of those. <laughs> oh. I know what it is. Okay. It's the jerk. Oh. That is, uh, in yes. terms of like impactful movies that uh, I can say all the lines to as it's going along and, and that I think influenced me as a human being, all three of those are big, but... Uh, 
Mm, God damn the the Pink Panther movies too. Oh. Like and then the guy, you know. This is how it always it yeah, gets answered right. by the way. Yeah, you end up 10 movies. And then yeah, almost everyone should say The Godfather too. Oh my chair just the hydraulics just gave out. <laughs> bye bye. He's gone. He's very, you're like a hobbit now. Yes. That's yes. nice. I knew what it felt like there for a second. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Those are good movies. They are and it makes me want to see them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, young this show has re-inspired me to see more movies. <laughs> hey, now you're you. going to get less done than ever. Yes, right, right, you right, came was, on the show, which is going to put me in the negative of th- getting <laughs> yeah. things done. Good. What's the one movie you can always watch, though? That I think helps focus people. Uh, you can put it in, drop in, watch it. That's it. Hmm. If it's on, you're going to watch it. If it's on, I TV. feel like the jerk is one that I, okay. if, if it came on, I w- uh, the other uh, the other night, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels came on, uh, yeah, and I just watched the last. Like I missed like the first ten minutes of it, but I just watched the last you know oh, so hour and twenty five minutes of it. So See, Pulp Fiction is good for that because it has those chapters. Oh, so you can watch up to a chapter that. and go, I can go get shit done with my life. Absolutely, now. but uh, absolutely. And then in any of those movies that you've seen so many times, Star Wars, or you you were uh, saying you love Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh yeah, if one. that if that movie comes on at any point, it doesn't matter. I can catch myself up to where they're at yeah. and just you know like I don't need the 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 back. Uh, the background to what what point I've gotten to. And really, Raiders is not an emotional investment. Like I mean, you you don't have what to is? Raiders. Oh yeah. Oh Raiders. right. You, right. you don't have to worry about getting dragged into the emotion of Raiders and then go. Yeah. My day is ruined because you know. Yeah, like <laughs> if uh, if uh, Dog Bites Man comes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, which which <laughs> creep, uh, creepy movie. It, it's a great uh, movie story. I saw that movie. I was. <laughs> I was in the midst of uh, a, a divorce, and I watched that movie with my Ooh. future ex-mother-in-law. <laughs> and, and that movie has like a really like graphic rape and murder scene. <gasps> okay, so let's, That's let's the, just That's one retrace. of the most uncomfortable moments of Weird. my lifetime, <laughs> was sitting there watching that movie, and, and, and with, a, with a very nice woman, uh, but uh, <laughs> very stressful time in my life, and not the right movie her, to watch. You're divorcing her, her daughter. daughter. And why are you in a movie theater with her? Not in a movie theater. Even uh, worse, they were at home together. Yes. Like, was More it a intimate. rental or something? Like, let's oh. pop this in? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, well, the, that's the when you go, is... like, you get Larry the Cable Guy movies and you watch that. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, that's the film where... Now, if you're sitting on a couch with this woman watching the movie, isn't there a scene where the guy turns and yells in an old woman and yes. kills her yes. by yelling at her? Yes. I mean that movie is nuts. You could turn oh. to your. Did you, you just turn and look at your uh, future ex mother in law? Go. I have no 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 ill will. Oh. It was probably her choice to to put that movie in. I don't think about it. But I a very stressful movie. I don't like oh. I don't like movies that are like that. That's a yeah. That's interesting, Joe. Wow. Yeah. I don't that know where that where that came from. But well, like Cannibal Holocaust. I always bring that one up as a horribly uncomfortable movie. Oh that God. if you watch part of that, your day is ruined. Really? You are in a is that like wow. an horrible yeah. horror movie? Yeah, well, uh, the title says pleasant. it all. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> what about the title made you think this was a, a romantic romp? <laughs> I think I might have brought this up over Halloween, but they, they kill actual animals in yeah, that movie. That's oh, it's not up. a good movie. God. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, that's, mm, Where yeah. was it filmed? Here in America? No, like down on the Amazon or something. Uh, or that's yeah. where it takes place. They might have shot it in Texas for all I know. <laughs> In Texas, go down by the Rio Grande. You can shoot. You can shoot stuff in Texas where you kill anything. (laughs) I think that's the one state in the union where you can. Yeah, (laughs) snuff films. There's no such thing as a snuff film in Texas. Isn't that where that movie with uh, Mandela and the girl in the? (laughs) This is a horrible, stupid. (laughs) The girl in the chain. Please, please go continue. I want to hear how this. (laughs) I don't think it was the Mandela Mandela actor. Black Snake Moan. Yeah. Ah, Samuel Samuel L. Jackson. How did I know this? How did I know? 
You are going for Black Snake Moan. You are using Morgan Freeman Morgan and confusing him with Samuel Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> I win. I'm Who's sorry, the girl no. in that? Christina Ricci. Oh, I was testing her. I was going to say her young Wednesday. white girls confused. I was going to say Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. I know God, that she was she in the Adams family. Movie. Well, that's because she had a shackle on. <sighs> you find women in shackles hot. Um, moving on. Anyway, Joe, you were saying something. We've had a lot of. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, we've had a lot of improvisers in here, you know, because yeah. we went. Karen and I were both in Chicago for a time, so we and you know, we've a had, third of the population of Chicago <laughs> are yeah, improvisers. There you go. <laughs> so we had you know Dave Rosowski in here. We had sure. Valencourt, who I mentioned. We had Jet Eveleth on mm-hmm. recently, and and um, and Craig Kukowski came on. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking about, about having him on a little bit just before yeah. the show with you, and he brings in his list of a hundred movies, yeah, uh, of all time, and he constantly changes it depending on what he sees. He's a man of many lists. Yes. Yeah, and it was great with time in the show going over that list. But the thing I want to bring up was you said he has a 100 greatest improvisers list? I believe, uh, oh, yes, I believe he does uh, and has had that. He has lists for a lot of stuff. He has the best albums of all time. Guys, oh. it could be and an so, OCD thing. I'm just saying. Could? Anyway. Could be? Oh, oh all right. <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, and and, and I, I don't know if he keeps it anymore, but at the time that he was doing heavy lists, I knew he did that. And Who would uh, be your number one on the improvisers list? Me. Would be <laughs> That's the right healthy uh, I've seen, I, I But I've, you know... Uh, I don't know who uh, you know. I, I I've seen a lot of improvisers who I I like. Bumper Carroll's a, a very funny improviser, but if, uh, but me, I think it's me ultimately. Because I, I, uh, I was going to say you which, too, so which, that works out. Which if, if you've ever seen me improvise, you know why I would say me. Not because I'm just so funny, but because I'm clearly so self indulgent and in love with everything I say. Which is like uh, the number one thing that yeah. Del Close taught. That's yes. what it, I Be remember him saying it to and, me yeah. myself. He said he said you you know everyone else play real. Use the truth in comedy, but you just do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> and I, I, make sure that you face the audience and yes. talk loudly. Yes, yeah. exactly. And yeah, then he it, coughed up a lung. It says yeah. that on the wall of the improv room because Big yeah. Sign is a joke and alley. You can yep. do whatever the whatever fuck he wants fuck he in wants. here. I wrote that, but I mean, it still says it. There. <laughs> yeah, no one took it down. Yeah, so no, no. No, no, it takes uh, months for And I think like that Sharn is moving the space, so that'll be there when like the Elks take over. Or yeah, when, when the Swedish uh, American Club yeah. goes back into the space and takes it over again. But, you, but good news, you can go into that type of room, do whatever the fuck do you want. Do whatever the fuck the you want. Uh, yeah. I think my favorite is Jenna Jolovitz. I like yep. Jenna a lot. Yep, nah. Jenna is fantastic. And I think you know my number one is Scott, Scott Adsit. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's very he's very funny. Good. Uh, very funny. Scott Adsit, if you don't know, uh, Viewing Public at Home, it was on 30 Rock for mm-hmm. uh, its entire run. And, and Jenna's uh, done a lot of writing. And we see him in Chicago, mm-hmm. and you could go up and take a crap on stage, and he could spin it into gold. It's like a Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> for a crap. We've seen it happen. <laughs> that's like his That's like his forte. He, yeah. He'll ask a lot of people to just take a dump next to him, and <laughs> then like, just be like, look, yeah. look at that. It's, it's kind of his, like, his, his signature, his calling card. He pushes up his sleeves yep. and he goes, and to goes to work. He does that ghost bit where he's got the pottery wheel of, yep. crap. of crap. That's <laughs> You've seen wonderful. Show. Yeah. Next thing you know, show. Guys, yeah. Patrick Swayze is on stage. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing yeah. how he can do that. All right, next thing you know, flower pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, that guy, every night after night when we would go to the 1030 sets at Second City Chicago, I was just doing the greatest work. Sure. I was so impressed by him. When I took classes at Second City for like two years, I didn't go see any shows there. Are you crazy? Like, I just took the classes. This tells you why I think I'm the greatest improviser in the world. Like, I, I, w- I would take the classes and never go see the goddamn shows there. Oh, my God. What an idiot. Only later did I realize and they were, they that were you could make money doing o'clock. that stuff. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and so I said, oh, I should watch we, this. We were doing Tony and Tina's, which was in the same building. Oh, and sure. so we would change as fast as possible and run down to the main stage and... Uh, they would let you into the back, and we would stay in the back until we could get a seat and watch all those. It's still an incredible sets. value if you are in Chicago to go see one of those improv sets. Mm-hmm. You're seeing, uh, you know, Stars of Tomorrow. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, usually one out of 20 Depends hit. on the cast. Depends on exactly. the cast. Uh, did you work with Jay Leggett? Uh, I, I knew him peripherally. My, my, my ex-wife actually was very close with him, played on an improv team with him for a long time. So I knew him through kind of that generation of people. And, and I, I, I should bit. say, because we're getting a little... Right. Uh, you know, comfy in our yeah, improv yeah, yeah. world. But if you don't know, Jay Leggett was on In, uh, in Living Color yep. for a while, and he's a big improv guy who's, who's yep. been in uh, Chicago and L.A. improv scenes for a long time, and, and he passed away at 50. Yeah. Uh, but what he was doing, he was in the woods uh, hunting, uh, which was like one of his favorite things to do, and uh, from what I understand, he had, he had just taken down a buck, I guess. Uh. So, I mean, if you're gonna, if you're going to go... Right. And you're gonna. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, you might not want want it then, but like, you know, he went. He went. I in a and I'm guessing a way he would have wanted to go. Sure. That or a bunch of prostitutes going down on you, whatever. You know. Those are the. Those are the pretty much into. like those are top two. Yeah. Those are the top two. Well, high priced, clean, high call priced, girls, clean, call like girls. Mexican. Either you either. take down a, a buck, or or somebody goes, or somebody goes down on you for a buck. It's oh. one or the other. Because one dollar blowjobs are the best kind. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the best kind. And, and and I'm sure you know Jay. He's got a good sense of humor. He'd understand that. I think blow. so. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, let's fire up another round of. What? 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 What did you see? What did you see this week? Ah. Fuck yeah, harmonies, bitch. All right. There's, <laughs> I saw. I'm gonna start. I saw because I made a joke last week that I'd uh, that I watched a holiday movie. Last week, that starred either Vince Vaughn or, or Kevin James, and may or may not have had Reese Witherspoon in. And people went home, and somebody learned a lesson, and greed was the theme. Turns yes. out this weekend, I actually saw on my cable. I have UVerse, so I'm looking at my menu. Uh, it was a it was a block of Vince Vaughn, <laughs> not just back to back Vince Vaughn, but it was Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn. Ooh. So it was, but it was only two movies. It was Fred Claus, Four Christmases. Fred Claus for oh, Christmases. Oh, no dodgeball? I on love two dodgeball. separate channels. Those are the four movies I would pick if I wanted to see four <laughs> Vince Vaughn movies. Right. <laughs> Sadly, you get the holiday ones. Uh, yeah, so, but they were on two different channels, and it was literally just like eight hours of Vince Vaughn at, in Christmas. And the thing about Fred Claus that gets you is that it has Paul Giamatti in it. Oh, he's So good. you go, well, it can't be horrible. Oh, it's Everybody really loves money. Yeah. Everybody loves money. Yeah. And so. Christmas money is the best kind of money. Artie Lang will tell you elf money is the best kind of money. Yeah. He just can live on Check those royalties. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, well, that's a good uh, movie, though. A Christmas Story, that's a that's a movie also. I wouldn't put it as a favorite, but that's my favorite Christmas movie. Elf? No, no, A oh. Christmas Story. Uh <laughs> Oh, that's a the good one, one with the yeah. with the lamp. I love that movie. Right. And they and they run it for twenty four hours in a row mm-hmm. on TBS or whatever TNT. And yet, I've never seen it. What? What? I know. That's you my, haven't seen it. Every time we play movie jail, which is a thing we do about the movie that you haven't seen that you really should have by now, and that puts you in movie jail. I keep forgetting to bring that one up because I forget about like holiday themed right. movies. Oh. Right. That's that's it though. I think. That is a classic. Yeah. But I always say high noon. Go to I movie think, jail. I, you should right, go to movie jail. I will go there right now. Casablanca. It's playing this weekend at the New Beverly. But in maybe LA. in movie jail they'll let you out and you can just film like Shawshank Redemption and then they'll put you back in right. movie jail. Right. And then you do a, yeah, a rugby <laughs> movie and then you're no fine. No big deal. Yeah. You're fine. And then you can free a, uh, an African nation. Well, speaking of Mandela, we said we did. Oh. Uh, did we talk about the Mandela? We did. No, but yeah, I want to say this about. Long walk I'm, to the end of the movie. Is what I want to say that. this about <laughs> your lack of Christmas story. That is an active effort. It's yeah, impossible right. not to see that He's movie right. when they show something for twenty four hours in a row. Yeah, <laughs> even <laughs> on an accident. <laughs> I rarely go up into those cable channels anyway. You don't no. get that high up. By <laughs> accident, you have, should have seen the entire movie by now. Right. Just yeah. coincidentally. Yeah. 
I'll have to do that this year. I'll make that my thing. Because I see The Nightmare Before Christmas every year. Mm-hmm. I always oh, watch that in the, yeah. either in theater or at home. I've already seen it this year. You know, because I also have a great. I can watch it anytime from Halloween up to Christmas. So you got it's a great gonna, right, a expanse of time where I can oh, check that out. I know what I was going to tell you about the long walk to the end of the movie. Uh, so Paul and I were watching the long walk home. I totally blown you off. Sorry. Okay, it's called Mandela. Mandela. Long walk, long to, walk freedom. to freedom. All right, so I'm watching that movie <laughs> and and I'm watching Odd it point. and it's going along and they start they just cover everything from hut right on through to prison, and so I'm watching it going, oh okay, well this is happening. <laughs> And as it happens, he gets with one woman. He's kind of a womanizer. He gets with another woman, and he gets with his wife, and things are going on. And I'm like, oh, oh, now he goes in prison because I knew he was going to get to prison because I remember that part. Who was his prison wife? Uh, I think that was. <laughs> oh, I, I, don't I know. think that was. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, they cover a lot. They cover right. a lot. They, 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 they don't uh, come back but when he's in prison, then you know something happens. Like they don't give him long pants or something, and they're going to have a talking with the warden. I'm like, now it's, they're going to do the they're going to do the hunger strike. And uh, that doesn't happen. And then all of a sudden his wife comes or she's kind of being a bitch. And I'm like, oh, she's saying, you have to say something to the people. They need to hear from you. And I'm like, this is it. Now he's going to do the hunger strike. This is going to be the part. And it doesn't do the hunger strike. It happens like three more times. These big things happen. Finally, they're saying we're going to let him out of prison. I'm like, what the hell? He never, ever did the hunger strike. And so the movie's over. And I look at Paul and I go, he never did the hunger strike. And Paul looks at me and goes, that's Gandhi. That's Gandhi. That's Gandhi. <laughs> I might have said that's Gandhi, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Which but, a lot of uh, people don't know that's his last name. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not pronounced like that, right. but it's uh, yeah. Uh, so Americans say. Spoiler: He doesn't do a hunger strike in this movie. <laughs> so what did you see, Joe? Uh, I saw I saw the uh, the Catching Fire, the oh, the, oh, the bows and arrows. How was it? Flaming Arrow. Yeah, I thought it was. It's another series of you know, if you got a adventure series of books aimed at children, I will read it and watch the movies. Okay. Uh, and uh, I my my daughter. Who's ten years old is has read those books, which I, th- I mean, a wow. reading at a good level, yeah. uh, but b there, you know, that's kids killing kids and stuff yeah. like that. And then she saw the first movie uh, at a friend's house sleepover thing. She saw the first movie, and and then she saw the second movie, and I was like, oh, I should see this. Uh-huh. And I get very jumpy uh, in movies. A probably because I'm high usually when I'm in the movie. <laughs> And, and I'm real. I went with my brother, and I was real. And I ju- I jump at previews and stuff. Like, I I one time, and I wasn't high for this, but at the I remember the movie. I went to see a movie with my daughter, Puss in Boots. Oh, already. And, Lee and I saw that together. And I jumped I at to, some point. That was a great movie. I like start, got startled at something, and my you know at the time eight year old daughter's like, "What is wrong with you, <laughs> Daddy? You're having yeah. a seizure." I have I, I get real jump, and and it's it was so loud. I'm getting old, obviously. <laughs> And it was in this special theater uh, in Burbank. Burbank. It was the ETX. XDX. Did you see the yes, ETX, ETX. At, the, at the AMC? So 16? it's huge and it's loud. And I get like a, just a little bit. All the previews. There were like eight or nine previews. Yeah, there's a lot of previews. And, and the editing in those is so quick. And I'm uh, I'm just adjusting to being so high. And <laughs> I get I get real weirded out. So like the first like 10, 15 minutes, my heart is racing. <laughs> It takes a like, long time a to get into it. Cat. Yes, yes. Talking cat. We're all dead. But the movie ultimately, <laughs> I did like the movie. It, it was a like almost every movie I've seen in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. It was a half hour too long. Yeah, including comedies. Yeah. Jed Apatow has done something horrible to comedies by 
talk about self-indulgent by going the extra half hour and leaving everything in. Yeah. And and keep I th- it quick. I feel like so many movies are so long, and I understand it was also sixteen bucks. So it's like, all Maybe right. Maybe they're giving you your money's right, you're worth, getting your I money's guess. Worth, Not Sleeper. Sleeper's 90 minutes. Sure is. In and go. out. Gets the whole thing in. There's philosophy in it. It's great. Time travel. <laughs> uh, I have to tell you about the best film of oh, the yeah. year. Ooh. Now, yeah. up till now, the best film of the year has been Captain Phillips. And this film gives August it a run. Osage County. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> That's your favorite. Yeah, okay. I saw The Wolf of Wall Street. Mm. It was And really that good. movie is so good, I can't even <sighs> handle how good that movie is. Yeah. We, that movie is so uh, insane. It's illegal. The movie should be arrested. That movie... <laughs> there, I can't believe it's a trailer, because there is sex, drugs, and profanity in every tr- frame of that movie. That movie is so not anything I thought I'd like, and I went because Paul was going, and I and just it's, it's, went, It's oh, Scorsese, right? you got to right? see it. Shut up, Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, I'm one of those people, it's like, eh, Leonardo DiCaprio, he was doing the boat movie, whatever. Holy shit balls! He's great in this. Really? Oh, see, he's I'm really the guy who thought he should have won an Oscar oh for The Aviator. So I think and he's great. Or Departed. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you that. Well, uh, Departed, you know, the one thing about Departed yes. is when that... Ga- spoiler. When that <laughs> rat goes across the thing at the end. Yeah. It's yeah. like... That's cool. a little heavy-handed. Oh, yeah. a little. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I think that's on, in the, the picture in the dictionary for heavy-handed. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street is the funniest movie of the year. So funny. Wow. Really? So funny. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. I can't wait to see this And, now. and really... It makes you tired. At one point, I couldn't breathe. Yeah. There's scenes of, of amazing intensity. Oh, my God. It's not as violent as most of Scorsese's right. movies. No. But there's still just like high stakes and crazy behavior. And then the funniest scene of the whole year is in this movie with uh, with <laughs> with Di- DiCaprio, Jonah Hill, Jonah and Quaaludes. Sure. That's all I'll say. Oh, funniest this is great. scene of the year. You know, I, I, really I sometimes wait around this year... Uh, I'm in SAG, and some and SAG used to send a lot of movies. Oh, did you pay your dues on time? We missed it. We didn't pay our dues. I didn't. Uh-oh. We didn't either. And, screeners. and you won't get screeners. They I didn't ha- pay they... it on time. I was late. I was late. He was and late. I didn't get any nope. screeners. Well, I don't know if they've gone out yet. But, but my, my sister-in-law is in the WGA. Is she getting her screeners? They get a ton. Yeah. yeah. Like the visual effects yeah. guys we get a ton. We miss too. it. But my brother won't lend me any of them. Oh. He's such a jerk about this, and well, I wanted it to be recorded I was for posterity. What's his full name? Good uh, to Michael know. Albert Canale <laughs> won't share his wife's screeners but with me. But that's good, because he's not supposed to. Oh, right. That's right. He's not. That's he's a right. good guy. Yeah. Uh, he's he's probably not supposed to watch him either. Hey, well, right. get out to the theater for The Wolf of Wall oh, Street. Oh, it's so good. I yeah. want to see it again. They'll have the they'll have SAG screenings, and yeah, it's, it's totally really it's a movie. It's Scorsese, so it's cinematic. Yeah, and and, and you got to see a Scorsese movie at this yeah. point. You know, and Karen, any great. thoughts on August yeah. Osage County, real quick? Your favorite movie I of the year? We saw that. It. We saw it really? again, and I found myself when certain things start to happen, I just start to get really excited. When they started playing a Lay Down Sally, the music I was like, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, oh my god. So much shit is going to go down. I love it. I love strong women being smart and fucking funny and cr- the Chris Cooper a guy with the hair. Play, right? Yeah. yeah. Steppenwolf play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So good. It's so good. And we it, saw it so uh, here in town with Julia Estelle Roberts Parsons. steps up, did man. You? Hmm? And yeah, I didn't so. know how they did, adapted to the screen, but they did pretty good. Tracy Letts wrote it. Uh, yeah. He's a, he kind of is an improviser. He does shows uh, in Chicago and pro oh, yeah. shows. Cool. Now and again. Yeah. He nails some stuff. I mean, maybe it's a woman movie. I don't know. But he just nails some stuff no. that women are thinking. And you're like, damn. Wow. No, it's just one of those scripts with well, well-rounded Good. characters that have depth. and uh, So many characters that are well-conceived and have a lot to do, too. Right. Uh, also, in the, real quick, because we got to wrap this up. Um, Book Thief is decent, depressing as shit. Oh. And uh, Saving Mr. Banks 
It gets a little cheesy, so but cheesy. man, the payoff at the end a is Tom quite Hanks good. movie that gets a little cheesy. I know. A little <laughs> cheesy. Oh, Captain Phillips, not a not, <laughs> not an ounce of cheese. No, not a, no, plus Paul Greengrass, man, yeah. the dude made uh, yeah United ninety three and yeah. Bloody Sunday. Yeah. That's hardcore. Yeah. But uh, let's get on to our birthdays. big finally or the finale. Let's go out in epic fashion with Karen's weekly look at the birthdays of those who make the movies. Here we go. All right, so we're gonna start off our birthday celebration this week by wishing a happy birthday. To Bill Nighy, not the science guy, he, who turned 63. It will never get old. <laughs> that joke will never get old. He, he turned 63, but I swear to God, he can play anywhere from 60 to 60. <laughs> How long has this man been playing I 60? I love actually he looked 60. He looked 60. It's kind of like, uh, what's his name, Fish. He's still- Abe Bagoda was born 82 oh, wow. years old. He was- Fish. Right? Not a lot of people. <laughs> not a lot of people are gonna go. Oh, fish! Hey, but I, I got it. Thank yeah. you. That Tessio. was for you. But he, when, there you go. When he was in The Godfather, Luca Brasi. Luca Brasi. He looked what sixty. Yeah. And, and now 40, he looks yeah, what two years ago seventy. Yeah. It's amazing. But anyway, so Bill Nye has all this range, and I, I just wanted to mention. To shout out to him because I do like him very much. I like the Bill Nighy. Also, I want to wish a happy birthday to a friend of the show, Ted Ramey. Oh, who was here? Hey, Mr. Ramey. Last week he turns forty-seven, and he can play anywhere from the brother of Sam Ramey to one of our most awesome guests ever, except for Joe Canelli, <laughs> who is here right now. And when's your birthday? Uh, March thirty-first. Happy hey, birthday! Welcome to March. Oh, yeah, you. absolutely. I don't know a lot about Ted Ramey, but I do. I watched the show last week, and I wanted to say that a uh, big thank you to him. For Stuart Saves His Family, I love that movie. And Mr. Ramey, this is the only we've ever met, is just talking through this. I'm going to watch it again just to watch you do your line. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> have you seen Stuart Saves His Family? No. I have not. Oh, it's very so underrated. Good. It's underrated. It's and I love that one of our U.S. senators, is that true, mm -hmm. is, is the lead in it. So how much fun is that? Fred Thompson's in there? <laughs> you are stupid. Bernie Sanders Bernie is in Sanders a, is a, a star of it. But uh, Al Franken is fantastic in that, and, and I, I love Al Franken. I especially used to love on SNL when he would do the one-man mobile uplink unit. Did you guys ever see yeah. that? Yes. And now that's a reality. Like, that happens right. in every war now. Kind of frightening. And you know that friend of the show, Kevin Farley. Yes. Stuart Saves His Family is his favorite movie of all time. Get oh, out of here! That. Is, that, is that my go to jail movie? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, it's no, no, a no. good movie, but we won't put you in jail. Get out of jail. <laughs> and lastly, I want to wish a happy birthday to one of my favorite Ghostbusters, Ernie Hudson, oh. who one turns 67. Oh. <laughs> He's in the top five. <laughs> He's in the top five of my favorite Ghostbusters. He can play anywhere from Winston Zeddemore to. Uh, I didn't have a lot of time to prepare, so I don't know if he played anything else. Did he play any <laughs> you other? Didn't, Did yes, he? But play a lot of else? other people know. Well, he was in uh, Weeds, right? The movie with Nick Nolte. Yeah. All right. And and, and the, the the Ghostbusters sequel. All right. There we go. You know, and I also <laughs> want to just say that if he had good Ghostbusting job, he would have been a better Ghostbuster. But he did not have good Ghostbusting job, Kiki. If they would just give him something to do, then he would be fine as a Ghostbuster. I can't even say it. She I does got, that for me. It's too yeah. cold. It's fairly. I love that. But happy birthday to all those people. All right. Yay. So I believe that wraps another movie showcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. What is this? Oh, my God. Is this Donovan? Leonard Nimoy. Oh, my. Of Shut course. Up. Have you ever heard the ballad of Bilbo Baggins? I have but not. But but of course Leonard Nimoy. I mean, what a crossover for him. Maybe the the Boubet sisters could learn oh, this. That's insanity. 
Oh my gosh. All right, together we are the Movie Guys. Individually, we are hey, the Guys. Follow us on Twitter at the Movie Guys and on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Movie Guys, as well as on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram. Google Plus eventually, LinkedIn some, in a little bit, <laughs> uh, all that shit. Coming Thanks to soon. Joe Canale. Joe Canale! Thank you. Yay. Thank you. Mention that movie thing. Uh, Rotoflix.com. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, let's mention something Joe's doing. JoeCanale.com, oh, okay. for yeah, example. Yeah, that's not my website. Hey, now at JoeCanale.com, your... it's uh, C-A-N-A-L-E. That's right. And uh, you can see the, uh, what was it called? The, the, the honest, honest Guy. Completely video. Honest I Guy. I love the vet. Yeah. That was oh, awesome. That's... You love your cat? You must love your cat a lot. Let me yeah. explain. The uh, the the honest guy. What are they called? Completely Com- completely honest. honest guy. Yeah, and it's just the guy in a situation, and he's horribly honest to comedic result. Yes, <laughs> most most of those are based on real life events, not entirely real life events, yeah. but based on real life events. Uh, of of it it rang true to me. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. You're very good in that. Yeah, I hate I hate veterinarians, <laughs> but yeah, well, well, check. I loved when you talked about the pet insurance. Oh, you're going to pay for your thing. pet when you're oh, not yeah, even not bringing your pet in. That's no. a real no. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, people used to shoot their animals in the head when they were done with them. We don't do that now. now. We have pet- well, we do it in Texas right. apparently, well, right, right, and we make yeah, movies. Yeah, right, but anyway. you make a movie out of it. Uh, so and, and then of course the Thursday show at Improv Olympic out here in LA is is what is it Thursday the uh, stand up show? Oh the uh, the the open mic it's uh, actually it's moving to Mondays I host an open mic Mondays. at IO oh, okay. uh, it's at six thirty it's a happy hour open mic and I'm always doing shows over there or around town here or there I'm in groups various groups go on that website and that'll tell you. <laughs> I'll try to update it. Joe Now that you've plugged it. Now, now that you have to make sure people might actually go there. And, uh, of course, thanks to Steve Schultz for his writing contributions to the show every week. And remember, you can always find everything we're up to at themovieguys.net. Thanks for listening. The land of Shire is a brave little hobbit whom we all admire. Long with height, fuzzy with a toast. He lives in a hobbit hole and everybody knows him, Bilbo. 